You're listening to Simple Talk, a podcast that dives into God's Word. I'm your host, Jason Cox. Join me and my special guests as we apply biblical knowledge to everyday life. Hello and welcome to Simple Talk. My name is Jason Cox and I'm joined today by my good friend Brittany Cease. Good morning. I hope you guys are all having a great day. I'm going to make sure everybody is pulled up on Facebook here because we definitely, definitely want to see your comments, uh, your questions, what have you. So let me make sure you guys are pulled up here. Hopefully we have a pretty good crowd today because the more interaction that you guys have, the more questions we're able to, to go through and answer. And it, it helps us to unpack more uh, because, you know, it's just the two of us. And yeah. My brain works a certain way. Brittany's brain works better than my brain. But your brains work in a different way even than ours. So uh, anything that you can add to the conversation is a really good thing. So good morning, Pam. Glad that you could join us today. Uh, Bill Sexton is watching also. Good morning to you. So today our scripture came from the book of Luke, chapter 24, 13 through 35. Basically, it's the story of the Emmaus Road. So... We'll get into to Pastor Dennis's, um, his his preaching here in just a little bit. But what do you think of this story, Brittany? Is there anything about this story? Because I'm sure that you read through it a few times. Yep, Was I there did. anything that you're like, I can apply that to my life? Just that, so these men, they were leaving Jerusalem broken, yeah. um, losing hope. And in their brokenness, I don't know what they thought they were searching for. They were heading to Emmaus. And mm-hmm. Jesus met them there. Jesus meets us in our brokenness. How often am I just feeling lost and downtrodden and just unfocused, and Jesus meets me in that. He always meets us right where we're at. And that's what me and the youth were talking about that earlier this week. Um, Just a little side note. We don't have an 1110 service anymore, so me and Brittany can just... Chit-chat all we want to. Um, But the youth, we were just talking about that in youth, how you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to have, you know, this clean slate when you come to church, when you come to Jesus. Like, he wants to meet you right where you're at. He And trust me when I tell you, he got down in the ditches with me. And I was, whoo. I was was a dirty, dirty person. I had dirt covering me from head to toe. And he said, you know what? I'm going to wash you white as snow. Yeah. I'm going to clean you up, son. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what he did. Yes. So with that, um, what spoke to you today in Dennis's sermon? Just don't get distracted. I wrote that in big letters that Dennis had said don't that. Don't get, get distracted. distracted because it's so easy to get distracted. And we're distra- when we are distracted, our focus is immediately taken off of Jesus, mm-hmm. taken off of God. It's just so easy to get distracted. Just so you know, I am not distracted. (laughs) I am. He's so distracted. (laughs) I am totally trying to focus in on your guys' comments. Um, Mute that real quick. There. Now I can see everything that you have to say. Yes. But this life distracts us, right? Our everyday, day-to-day distracts us from Jesus or can, you know, if we allow it to. Absolutely. So, man, it's just so hard to stay focused. But... How do you do it? Because I know that of all the people that I know, I would say Brittany is one of the most, if not the most, 
focused on Christ in her day-to-day life. And I think a lot of that maybe comes from your association with BSF, right? I was right? going to say that's exactly. And, I've been trained. And tell us a little bit about BSF so that people out so there So BSF know. is an international Bible study, and we, we take from September to May each year to really focus in on a book of the Bible. But what I love so much about it is that they train you to focus on God and his character in every passage we read. It's where do you see God? How do you see God? Mm-hmm. And how can you apply that to your life? But one thing I really miss about meeting in person was that we would take about 15 minutes um, in our leaders meeting on our knees, face down on the floor, praying the names of God, the attributes of God, thanking God for the ways that he is working in our lives. And when I first started doing that, it was like a shock. Like, Mm -hmm. whoa, what is this? Like, I've never done this. I've never prayed Mm -hmm. like this. It was scary and I felt out of place. But just hearing, just listening to what these women were saying, like, God, you are sovereign, you are faithful, you're promise keeper, you go before us, you are with us, like over and over and over, and you hear that every single week, it sticks. Mm-hmm. And it's those things will pop into my mind anytime I find myself getting distracted. Mm-hmm. And so focusing on God, focusing on his character really to me, and I'm so grateful for that because... Yeah. My brain goes 100 miles an hour. There's about 17 oh, yeah. different tracks. They're all narrowly missing one another, mm-hmm. all my thoughts. And so for someone who thinks that way and who has anxiety and feels like life is so fast, I like having that constant, that thing to hold on to, that, and that is God. And I try to make him the axis around which my thoughts spiral. And so I'll mm-hmm. rein him in, and I'll take my thoughts captive to Christ. Like, is that pleasing to God? And if mm-hmm. it's not... I'm, God, you are sovereign. God, you are faithful. God, you forgive. God, you are love. Those things just, they're on repeat in my mind. Yeah. And, and you hold God close to you through that, right? Yeah. He what, is near. What does the acronym BSF stand for? Bible Study Fellowship. Bible Study Fellowship. Yes. Okay. And it is an international, is it women only? No, nope, there's women, okay. men, kids. Okay. Good deal. All different times. And, you know, that's what... That's what we're called to do in Scripture is to hold God's Word in our heart. Yes. So that we are constantly, we constantly have Him on our mind. He's near to us. It helps develop that relationship. Because you don't want a one-sided relationship with Jesus, right? Right. I mean, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way with any relationship. If I sat here and talked talk, talk to Brittany and she never even looked at me and she was just like, ah... Uh, I paint, you know what I mean? I, it's like we wouldn't get anywhere. Our relationship would just, it, it wouldn't be a fizzle. relationship. Right, yeah. yeah. It'd be like talking to, to this wall here, right? Yeah. That's why it's important to know that our relationship with Jesus is real. Yeah. So it's real not like important. we're talking to a wall. Yeah, real important. It's the most important. He yeah. is real. He sees us and knows us intimately. Yeah. And it's just it's important to keep that in mind mm-hmm. that Jesus is real. Our relationship with him is real. He is here. He mm-hmm. is with us. It's not like we're just talking to air when we're right. talking to him. We're seen and loved and known on a personal level. Jesus could have been like, and eh, just let him go. These men walk sure. to Emmaus, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, well, let them do their thing. I'll no. just keep following them. Right. Just stay back here and watch and see what happens. Mm-hmm. No, he wanted a personal, intimate relationship, yeah. a way to show himself 
to them, mm -hmm. and he cared enough to do that. No. These two guys just walking along. Pam says, I'm obsessed with getting closer to Jesus. Good. That's an awesome way to experience Jesus because he doesn't like lukewarm Christianity. Right. He doesn't like that. He says he'll spit it, you it out of his work. mouth. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Disgusts him. Absolutely. Yep. So it's one of those things. You e either be obsessed with Jesus and throw yourself into it, or you may not be ready yet. Step, right? right. Because right. as Dennis hires our undivided attention. Yes, it's a full-time thing. It is. And it's not like a full-time job. No. It's a full-time relationship yes. and a full-time blessing and a full-time let me take that burden from your shoulders. Mm -hmm. You know, let me carry that burden for you. That's what Jesus tells us. Yes. So it, it, it's good to be obsessed. It's one thing in life that I think that it is good to be obsessed about. Right, but, because most things in excess are a sin, mm -hmm. but you, the excess of Jesus yeah. is not. Yeah. <laughs> so. And some practical ways to live that out, right? Mm -hmm. So in the morning, I pray, right? I pray in the morning. I pray in the evening. Back during past centuries, they were the the monks and the the people in these these um, Christian places, right? They would ask that their parishioners would pray seven, eight times. And it would be scheduled. They would get up at night to pray just to keep that relationship thriving between them and Jesus. So we're not asking you to do that. Right. One of those, you know, stations that that uh, plays Christian music so that God is on your heart at all times, not just certain times of Bring the day. Bring him into all parts of your life, not just on Sunday. Yeah. You know, it's it's. I think, in my mind, everything that I think I feel like is a conversation with God because the Bible says sure. pray without ceasing. And for a long time, I'm like, how do you pray without ceasing? Like, Derek, come here. <laughs> My last name. But then it dawned on me that he is always with me. So mm. all of my thoughts can be a conversation yeah. with him. And there's no use in trying to hide the ugly ones. It's because he knows. He knows. Mm -hmm. And so if you if you feel like ashamed, like, oh, man, I did this or I thought that, it's like, take it to him. Take yeah. it to him and he'll wipe it away. Yeah. I mean, You're that's called repentance. First. Right. He created <laughs> us. You think he doesn't know what's in our minds? Like, that's yeah. just, yeah, yeah, he knows. He knows. Yeah. And it's okay. Mm -hmm. So take your guilt and your shame to him and he will take it from you. Mm -hmm. And it's important to feel comfortable with God. Absolutely. I don't care what your sin is. He already knows that you he did it. He already knows. He knows that you thought it. Yes. It, it's easiest just to give it up to him and say, look, you know my heart. You know mm -hmm. that I thought this or that I did this. And I'm sorry. I may do it again, but I apologize and I mm -hmm. repent of that sin and I ask that you would wash me. Absolutely. And there's so much comfort in knowing that we can come yeah. as we are. Yeah. I think for a long time I thought I had to look a certain way and act a certain way and have mm -hmm. it all together. And like Dennis was saying in his sermon today, you can know the Lord's Prayer, know the things to sure. do. Sure. Christian. You know. What do they call it? Christianese? <laughs> Christianese. I know all the right You can words. look the part. And I thought I had to look the part before I could have yeah. that relationship. That's not what God wants. He mm -hmm. wants us in our mess. He wants us in our brokenness. He wants us to come to him mm -hmm. just as we are. Because I'm a mess. And I've learned I'm probably going to be a mess forever until I die and, you know, am in heaven yep. with God. But And that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Don't run from God because you feel like you're too messy. Yeah. 
Dennis brought up the question, uh, does the world see Jesus? Um, what did he say? He was he was talking on his, or ask his Siri iPhone. and his iPhone, yeah. Hey Siri, <clears throat> how do you recognize Jesus? How do you recognize Jesus? Jesus was like, what did you say? I'm, I'm not sure I understand the I'm question. I'm not sure I understand the question, yeah. And uh, So I wrote down, does the world see Jesus? And what occurred to me was, if you claim to be a Christian and you claim that Christianity, then when people look at you, they should see Jesus. Yeah, and, and they're that, looking for Jesus. Absolutely. So be careful what you do. And that's one of the great ironies of our civilization or our culture is that as Christians, we're called to be like Jesus, yet Christians are one of the places that people rarely do see Jesus. Because they feel like we're so judgy. And that's absolutely. another thing Dennis said. Like, we... People begin to see Jesus when we stop judging and start loving. Mm-hmm. And so, am I love? When people look at right. me, do they see Jesus? Right. I sure hope so. Yeah. Ask yourself that question. You know, when when people see you, do they see a judgy person? Do they see someone that puts their nose up in the air and I'm better than you? Or do they see a humble, lowly servant of Christ saying, look, I'm a beggar. I just want to show you where the food is. Exactly. Like, follow me and, and we'll go together, you know. Yeah. You got to be willing, because like Brittany said earlier, <clears throat> God's willing to come down to our level. So if, I, if I'm if i going to be Jesus and I see homeless Brittany, right, I got to to whatever her level is. Yes. And yes. let her know I'm right here with you. We have to meet people where they are. Absolutely. If we are to meet people where they yeah. are. Which begs the question, right, are we Christians by name or by deed? What kind of Christian are we? You know, Pam said yes, gave gave over my guilt and shame and asked for repentance. Yep. Absolutely, and that's what we all we all got to come before the throne of Christ, right? We we got to come to that altar at some point and lay it all down because it's too heavy to bear by ourselves. Yes, and we have to practice that immediate repentance to yeah. learn because we will sin over and over and over in our thoughts and mm-hmm. our actions. It's mm-hmm. important to immediately say, like, oh, God, that wasn't pleasing to you. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Forgive me. Help me to do better. Yeah. We have to turn from our sin. We have to turn from our sinful thoughts and our sinful actions. Yeah. And the more we practice that immediate repentance, the more naturally it will come to us. Yeah, it's not easy. No, it's I not mean, easy. It's not. Time, but it's it, not. It gets more, you understand better, like, not only do you understand better, but you're able to to better accept the fact that God loves you past your sin because yes. it's so foreign, right? Mm-hmm. If if I did something bad, my mom would probably whoop me, right, <laughs> or hit me, whatever. But and and then I would know that I did something wrong. But Jesus says your sins are forgiven, and I love you. And you're like. Shouldn't what? you just hit me first or spank me? With, you know, something. Yeah, something bad's supposed to happen. i got to pay for this. And Jesus yes. said, I already paid for it. I spent years <laughs> in this dark mental place waiting to be punished, mm-hmm. thinking, like, if I take this to God, something really bad is going to happen because yeah. this is just this can't be forgiven. But that's not what you get with God. You get love. Yeah. You get mercy. You get grace. You take it to him, and he takes it from you. Mm-hmm. And... When I realized that, it's just this oh, yeah. this burden lifted. Like, oh, 
it, it doesn't work the same way with God no, as it would have with our right. parents. He is waiting with open, loving arms, waiting for you. Mm. He wants you. Like, he wants us. He and wants us. I think a good way to practice that, right, we practice what we preach because that's what we live it. Right? Yes. So I think what has helped me and hopefully might help you out there too, think of somebody that you really, really dislike. I'll go as far as, as somebody that you hate, somebody that's wronged you in a way that's, that could be unimaginable, right? Take that person, whoever that is, and you work toward loving that person. Yes. Work towards forgiving that person because Christ loved us enough to die. So, While we were still sinners. Yep. Right. So we can work to love those who have hurt us in picking up our cross, right? Yes, and, absolutely. It's a hard thing to do. Practicing. It is hard to it's do. It's a hard and thing And it's not to do. something that you might necessarily, you know, pick up right away, but it's right. something that you can practice. Mm-hmm. And when you get to that point and you realize how freeing it is to you to be able to forgive that person, it's, it'd be like a weight lifted it off is, your shoulders. It is. It yeah. is. And it, when we realize God's forgiveness of us, it, it becomes a little easier mm-hmm. to forgive others. Because I think the person that I hated most at one point was myself. Yeah. And to learn to forgive myself mm-hmm. happened after I learned that God had forgiven me. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a hard journey. But God is love. God's not hate. God's not grudges. God, I mean, it's a journey, though. It is a journey. It's definitely not something that you just. Oh, just I'm going to love myself yeah. today like Jesus loves me. No, you're not. You're going to take uh, a minute. <laughs> but it also made me want to say, like, here's my life, Lord. Use mm-hmm. it for you. Like, yeah. when I tried to use it, I didn't make such good choices. Yeah. So here it is. Yes. Like, Seek God's kingdom first. Yes, right? yes. Um, we are created for him, by him. Where your treasure is, your heart will be mm-hmm. also. Yes. So focus on God, you know, live, try to live that out as best you can, just like, and and don't lose sight of them, just like these two old boys out on the Emmaus Road, right, they're trudging along the seven mile path headed west, eyes down, hearts down, looking down, uh, you know, and Jesus was right there with them, mm-hmm. but they didn't realize it. Just had to open their eyes. Yeah, because they were looking. It's hard to look and see Jesus when your eyes are down. Yeah, you know? so often, like, what am I focusing on? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, it's whatever is going wrong. It, honestly, yeah, it's like lift your eyes up, focus on God, mm-hmm. take your eyes off of your problem. He'll meet you there. Yeah, wherever he is you're there. Yeah. He's already there. <laughs> He's yep. with us always. Absolutely. Well. We hope that you have a wonderful week this week. Is there anything else that you'd like to add today, Brittany? I don't think so. Just focus on God. Focus on God and And love one another. Love one another for sure. If you guys have problems with this, if there's anything that you'd like to talk to somebody about just one-on-one, you are welcome to call me at any time over here at the church or on my phone. 317-513-6484. Call me. We can talk about anything that you want. We all deal with some pretty heavy sins. And you know, just like with Brittany, right? Brittany can't forgive me of my sins. Only Jesus can. But if I come to Brittany and say, you know what, Brittany? The other day I had some impure thoughts and I that I shouldn't have been thinking, but it was like a bird that flew over my head and tried to nest, right? But I didn't let it. 
if I have somebody to like Brittany that's a good close friend that I can bounce that out off of, and she says, and she could tell me like, you know what, you're forgiven, like mm-hmm. it does, God forgave you as soon as you repented of that sin. That's right. It helps me to have somebody in my life to do that, which Derek is my my guy, right? Yeah, he's um, a pretty good guy. <laughs> he is a good guy. You, you chose a good one, um, but find that person, and like I said, I'd yes. be happy to be that person for you. If you'd like somebody that's kind of that's in a ministry role that you feel like maybe that you could talk to, um, and it would be kept secret, you're welcome to call me about Mm -hmm. that. But your sins are forgiven. Maybe you just need that little that little push from a friend to let you know. In fact, yeah, Jesus forgives. That's why fellowship is so important. It's true. It's true. I'm ready. I'm ready to get back to some fellowship dinners. Oh yeah. Hot luck. Oh. Donuts and coffee? Yes. My two favorite things. (laughs) Well, thank you guys for joining us today. We hope that you have a blessed week and hope that you see Jesus in those people that maybe you didn't see Jesus in before. Yeah. And you can be Jesus to them as well. That's right. Anything to add? I don't think so. All right. Have an awesome week. We'll see you back here Sunday, next Sunday, uh, after second service. If you didn't get a chance to watch the service for whatever reason, Make sure to go back and and take a look and reach out to somebody. Mm -hmm. God loves you. Be a blessing to those around you as you're being blessed. And have a wonderful week. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys.